Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Blend Radio. Today, author Kimberly Barrett-Kanay is back on our show. She first joined us with her debut middle grade novel, Artemis Spark and the Sound Seekers Brigade, which we love. And now she's back, her second book out within six months, because Kimberly's, you know, am I allowed to call you a badass? Like, seriously, yes. or I should call you a brave girl, right? That's it's, oh, Yeah, either or. You, yeah, you know, but yeah, this is the second book in your Brave Girls collection. So how many books do you see coming in this collection? Like I, I heard through the grapevine, you know, we <laughs> like wine. That, um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, that, uh, you know, you've got a third one already almost ready to come out too. So you've been busy. So is this going to go beyond the three? Oh, yeah, I think so. Because there's a fourth that I've started. And then I have to, you know, think think more about the fifth. But the third is, is pretty much complete. But I'm working on some edits. And then um, the fourth, just beginning. Ah. Just beginning. Give everybody just kind of an overview of what started uh, the Brave Girls collection and maybe just touch on Artemis Mark again so everybody knows about her. And then we can get into your next uh, novel that is coming out uh, August 3rd, everyone. It's Jet Jameson. Uh, This is Jet Jameson and the Secret Storm. And I love the title. Once again, um, you get right to it because when I think about young girls and things that they experience and... um, we go through a lot as young girls and as women and that secret storm is something I think is always held within. And if it doesn't get fixed can end up being a secret storm that just keeps brewing. Right. Was that a control? Yes. Yeah. Well, so, so you were asking about um, how it all began. Yeah. The brave girls collection. And then why, you know, going from Artemis to jet Jameson. Sure. So, um, Artemis sort of sprang out of my time as an, a teacher, a fifth grade teacher. Um, and as you recall, I was doing some hiking in a place where I brought my students. I taught um, the ecology of Long Island Sound when I st- was still in the classroom and I'd bring the kids to the salt marsh. Um, and then after, after I left the classroom, I happened to have been hiking around um, that area And that's when the story of Artemis came to me. And it it was a story of um, basically of how I, as a kid, a very shy child, found um, solace in nature and and loving walking these trails around the salt marsh. um, Artemis came to me and we were thinking, what if they didn't exist? What would it be like to not have our uh, nature sanctuaries. And um, unfortunately, lots of them are de- deteriorating uh, this right around now. So Artemis came into me that way and the story sprang from that. Um, uh, the, the second book, Jet Jameson, uh, also came to me as another girl trying to find voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a common topic in, in uh, middle grade. Uh, and that gave me the idea of brave girls. So I thought, I don't oh. think I'd be doing a series that would be, you know, Artemis 
in a new adventure. But instead, I seem to be coming up with all these protagonists, girl protagonists, that are finding some sort of solace in nature or, or teachings in nature and uh, becoming brave as they they fight through their challenges in order to be heard and seen. Yeah. So, yeah. And both going through some personal challenges at home. Um, Artemis did with, with her mom and, and mom's dude. <laughs> Let's put yeah, it that the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. The dude in the hotel, um, yeah. you know, and having to stand up to even just immediate family is very hard. And now going to Jet Jameson um, to where one of her places was a library. That That's a place you found solace as a kid. And, and today, don't we all? Yes. And that, well, I think we're, we're needing to stand up for our libraries as a whole. Um, mm -hmm. And I love that Jet Jameson is also standing up for books that are being banned, which is something insanity. I mean, it's insanity. I, I've actually seen some people with those, you know, those little small libraries outside people's homes, oh, yes. the yeah. lending libraries, like yeah. go, here's, this is all banned books. Come and get them. You know, <laughs> I love that. I love and that. I'm like, yeah, power to that. But then Jet Jameson is also her secret storm is, you know, so she's standing up for libraries, banned books, also her personal self of going through sexual trauma and that's something very hard to understand at a young age and some children don't even understand what that is that's true um so this this story sprang from uh, a lot of personal connections that the library itself is based on my local hometown library where i've spent a ton of time it's a beautiful historic library that i could go into detail on um, the james blackstone blackstone library but it was also my mom grew up in branford and okay. she came from a, um, a a very busy family in a small house and she would walk to this library to find peace and quiet and she happened to also uh, make friends with the nuns across the street at St. Mary's <laughs> Church. So, so that kind of sparked me along with the fact that I myself had spent time there. My grandson has spent time there. It was just this library that holds so many stories and memories for my family. Mm. So that was a huge inspiration. And Jet came to me with her own challenges and some secrets that she was trying to really, really tamp down and push down that came in the form of uh, hearing voices in her head. And that all springs from my own personal life mm. of having been sexually abused as a child and never even coming to terms with it in the way of facing up to it until I was in my 50s. And wow. that when that happened, it was really... It was a very tough time and I did go to a therapist and it's because of this therapist that I'm a writer because I was unable to talk about my experience. I was unable to really get anything out of my conversation with my therapist. So she said, have you ever thought of just writing a couple things down? Just write down some feelings, whatever, you know, she left it really loose. And then as soon as I started writing, just all came out. A lot of very raw stuff that would never, ever be publicized. I wouldn't want it to be. But ultimately, it it spilled over into um, writing for kids. And that's a, a little more background about the whole brave girl mm -hmm. thing. But in particular, Jet Jameson is some of what she goes through is based on what I myself felt. 
and went through, um, you know, the, the sound of a jet overhead and um, certain smells, those can all trigger kids, adults um, that have trauma in their background. So mm-hmm. my, you know, I, I wrote the book um, in hopes that it'll connect with kids and help them realize that uh, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Trauma is very, very common and um, reach out for help because there is hope and there mm. is future. Um, but my, my, my thought is we have to start talking about this earlier than high school with kids. And it's a very, it's always been, especially when I was a kid, very hush, hush. We don't talk about those things, Exactly. but nowadays, I think you were sort of saying this earlier, you know, some kids aren't even aware of what's happening to them, that it's really an assault. And yeah, you can get tricked. Um, you know, you can get tricked into, oh, come and do this over here. It's naughty. Don't tell your parents. You can get tricked into, you know, this is normal. Um, mm-hmm. You can get tricked in and yet deep down, you know, it's not right, but you don't know. You can't really put your finger on it. And yet yeah. then years later, here comes all this emotional crap none of us really want to go through and it's hard and and you know then do people believe you or not and it's like you sometimes need to seek help away away from everyone you know right that's the hard thing for a young kid they will just suppress it if -hmm. there's nowhere to go and i thank god for books like yours you know where you can find hey this is normally like you're saying trauma is common one thing doing these shows we've done a lot of um interviews on people um, experiencing homelessness and the homelessness situation we have across this country. And as you know, Nancy and I travel full time. And let me tell you, it's a serious issue we have in this country. And it comes from, yes, there's drug addiction. Yes, our veterans suffer that. Um, But in 2012, when we started our tour, we had done interviews. And at that stage, nine-year-olds were the main age group that were experiencing homelessness. Now, what happens to those families, right? And we saw them, and that's what kind of spurred us on why we were doing a lot of what we were doing. And we were talking to a friend the other day, and and um, she was like, well, how is this? I'm like, well, if you think about all these families that were homeless then, it was after the 2008 crash. And if you look at what's going on, with there's so many issues, fentanyl, there's housing being taken away, really um, by giant corporations buying out neighborhoods and raising rates. So there's no mm. middle-aged, middle, not middle-aged, middle-class, um, you know, neighborhoods. They're going away. We have serious issues just like our land, our libraries, and all of these things. And so it's getting harder and harder. So homelessness is really on the rise. And cities, you know, we deal with a lot of tourism, are battling it. And But the experts all say, like, why is this? All comes from trauma from like your immediate home, your immediate, there's trauma everywhere, whether it's sexual abuse, drug addiction, mm-hmm. things like this will pass down in cycles through families. Mm-hmm. So when you say it's common, it's, it's really, really true. It is. I don't know anybody who had a perfect life. Like it doesn't get over. Like, you know? and if you did, like you need to go travel somewhere or something, go backpacking. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I know if, if you're, if a person isn't affected individually, there's usually someone fairly close to them that yeah. is, and that's, as, as you were saying, there's like this trickle down 
this ripple effect of um, how people experience the trauma. Mm. So that's why I think it's, it's important for kids to have those stories because maybe, maybe you can't go to a family member. Mm -hmm. Maybe your, your abuser is your family member. That's right. You know, and then is the other, like, is it your dad, is your mom and the other ones believing the other one and all of that mess. Right. And, you know, there's always a step parent that's, you know, always suspect no matter what what's <laughs> a suspect one to the kids Unfairly you know in a lot of cases but yeah and I don't mean it that way but it's kind of like you're you're getting the second eye no matter what you know for kids it's like oh who's this now you know um you're not my immediate parent you know so it's it's a hard thing and sometimes they're not good um so in that case you have to find someone you can communicate with mm-hmm. and and have that understanding right and that's why that's why um, we need books like this for this this age group, because they become a discussion, um, a source for discussion between adults and kids and kids and other kids. Mm-hmm. Just it's it's a way for them to talk about a subject in a, a maybe feel a little bit safer talking about a subject because it's a fiction book. And, um, you know, it's fiction, but based on truth. And so it makes it a little bit easier to approach it and discuss it. And also my books have uh, a little magical realism in them where Mm -hmm. it's usually in nature where uh, plants or creatures or animals work in a way to help the child or to teach the child something. Mm. So um, the magical realism also softens the, the some of the themes in the book. And because mm. um, it, it, this age group, you know, you can't have anything graphic, of course. And um, the themes need to be there and you can't downplay the seriousness, but there's still got to be humor and hope for this age group. Right. Or, who wants to read a book without it? Yeah. And you have a good balance from your work as a teacher, as educator too, coming with that and having that, that balance. And I also think a big, the big part of what you're doing is the brave girls collection is these girls are standing up for something other than themselves. And through that, they're helping themselves. Right. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that. that's, I really love that whole idea of a child you know, finding their own voice, coming to terms with it, embracing it, but then using it in one way or another to help other people or to share with other people what is important to them. So, you know, in the case of Artemis, who didn't trust her voice because she stuttered, she found other ways to use her voice. Her voice Mm -hmm. spoke art or through writing, um, things like that. So it's not like you always, as a, as a kid, I would never have spoken. I had, I hated doing, um, oral book reports were the thing. Oh my God. Yeah. And I couldn't stand it. I mean, I would get to the point where I wouldn't say anything at all. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't do it. So there are ways for kids like me, um, to express themselves, to use their voice, in other ways, whether it's art, dance, song, you know, there's just many, many other ways. And I want kids to be aware that there are other ways. Yeah, I agree. And them standing up um, for other things and finding their voice for something else, they find it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, just with things we've done, like wildlife rescue and animal pet rescue, 
um, you know, we've interviewed so many people on this and we keep saying, okay, so what is it that draws everyone to go to extreme to help these animals? Like we did an interview with women going out in the backwoods of the South and rescuing dogs from people that could shoot you when you go out there, like literally, right? Huh. And so we were saying, well, like, what is this? And we talked to experts and everything. They're like, if you've gone through something and you've been a victim in your life for some reason, right? You understand the nurture aspect a little bit more and you have that drive to fix things. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I do. And, and you're doing it through books too. Yeah. Like to me, that's, um, you know, you understand. And so you have that extra caring. It's not saying that other people don't at all. Mm -hmm. But it's just, you know, when we were talking to all these women that did this, we're like, well, what is it? Well, I think because of this in my childhood or this in my childhood, it's really interesting about, you know, and, and I'm not saying people who love animals or anything or kids and do rescue work in that way don't have that. I'm just, it, there's a, I think when you go through something traumatic, you have this extra understanding of what it's like to be on the other side of the shoe kind of thing. I think so. I think so. And, and, and the, the basis is if you've gone through trauma, I think um, I'll speak for myself. I, I had to face it myself before I could reach out and mm. my writing, I had to, you know, figure things out. I had to come to terms with it. I had to get rid of the shame and the, mm -hmm. and the fear, you know, you never get rid of all of everything, but um, it, to come to terms with it myself before I could actually Mm. you know, or hopefully help. Just like you were mm. saying, the, um, the, some of the animal rescuers, you know, um, mm. the, it's like, you have to come to a, this place and this vulnerable place. And um, which is good because the people I'm reaching out to are vulnerable. You mm -hmm. know, everybody has a vulnerability. Um, but, you know, hopefully in reading this book, uh, they can connect to it and see that there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable, but there are ways to feel power. Yeah. And, and feel empowered, you, you know, through yourself. Yeah. Take your, your fear and, and, and that kind of the traumatic side and turn it into something positive, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. They say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. Yeah, and exactly. it, 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 I hate using cliches like that, but you can't really beat it. It's kind of true. You know, That's I'd say, right. Um, with Jet Jameson, talk a little bit about the banned books and, and you know, even going into libraries uh, for her and what was her, just give everybody a little overview of that story inside the book. Oh, okay. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so Jet also had a very noisy home and would, would go to the library for peace and quiet. And sometimes it wasn't peaceful and quiet enough for her there. Um, <laughs> but in, in, in the story, she meets this wise nun across the street who suggests a book that could help her find peace because Jet has made to-do lists. She's tried to find peace after her grandmother's death. And there's still this noise in her head. There are these voices, these people saying, shh, 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 and she can't get away from them. So this, the, the nun also inspired by someone in my own past uh, gives our, uh, gives Jet, this, the name of a book that might help her find peace. And the, the, the book's missing. She can't find it anywhere. And when she finally finds one copy, it's all marked up and pages are torn out and then it disappears. So um, 
the outer journey that she's on is trying to figure out what's going on with this book, who's making it disappear and why, and what can she do about it? While meanwhile, her own voice has kind of disappeared in, as far as standing up for herself and understanding herself and letting that secret go. And so that's the basis of that. The book um, itself, the, the Resurrecting the Dragon is the book that she's looking for. And, it, and that's based on... I, I don't want to give too much away, but anyway, it, it also. I know, so I'm letting you do it instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said it, but I'm not going to say it. But anyway, <laughs> it's a it's a book that also has to do with it strikes a chord with Jet in that there are some similarities to her own life in the book. Mm. So, yeah, and it gives her a mystery to solve. And there's a mystery, right? yeah, for sure. Yeah, who doesn't want a little mystery? You know, That's right? That's right. She starts. Which to is doubt, empowering. She starts to doubt people that she always trusted and thought were her friends. And it's, um, yeah, she goes through a little tough time there for sure. But it's coming of age stories, isn't it too? When you start having to make these decisions and be more discerning of people, mm -hmm. you know, and not just blaming, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, there's always something else, right? There's always a third side. <laughs> That's right. That's right. To a person too. And, and yeah. she learns, you know, she learns that adults aren't perfect. And that they make choices sometimes that don't seem right. But if you if you look into them further or you talk to them even, mm -hmm. you find out why they're making these choices. So um, the man behind all the censorship talk basically feared for his kid. And mm. while I don't agree with him at all. You are able to see that soft side of him that's behind that tough, get rid of this book. We don't need it. Anymore. Right. Well, yeah, because that's true. You know, it's, um, it's not all or nothing. Yeah. You know, and the, somebody's a psychopath, you know what I mean? And then th there's something wrong, you know, people get right. mad at me when I say, you know, people who do bad things comes from a reason, mm -hmm. comes from a place. Maybe it's a chemical reason. Maybe it's a, an abusive thing that's gone back, you know, those traumatic things. And mm -hmm. yeah, we want them away from people to, in, so they don't do harm, but there's a reason. Right. You know, you can't right. just go, okay, boom. You know, yeah. it's not like, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, it's, there's stuff out there in life. And to be able to discern people and understand that not everyone's perfect, it's not black and white. That's exactly you know? what she learns is it's not black and white. And, mm -hmm. you know, there are, there are some people that she, her grandmother was very religious. Um, and then her, her, her parents were not. And she's interested to explore kind of all the facets of that um, mm. and realizes that these are just choices that we make in life. And that sometimes there really is no right and wrong about the choices that are made, your religious um, affiliation, uh, what your profession is, mm -hmm. things like that. But I think, I think her world opens up in a way she wasn't expecting. And that's sort of the storm that occurs. Um, and then hopefully you see it finally settle down in the end. That's awesome, though. I think I think what you're doing is fantastic. Do you oh. see, um, you know, going to schools with this and connecting with parents on it, like with yes. these books going beyond the the middle grader to the parents to the educators, librarians? So, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Artemis, I've done a a lot of um, school visits mm -hmm. uh, through the, the school librarians. 
library events and things like that. Uh, they, they People are really connecting with the environmental aspect of it. Um, and then, so JET is not out yet, but I've been, it's going to require a different kind of um, marketing, so to speak, because of the themes in the book, you know, you have to just be careful with this age group. And mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, re-traumatize or trigger someone right. because we're discussing a book like this. Um, so it re requires very delicate balance as far as facilitating discussion. So what I see for it is more, as you were saying, uh, getting it exposed to parents, teachers, counseling centers, mm. um, trauma, trauma centers, anything like that. And within that context, perhaps having book groups, um, facilitating book groups. So I wouldn't facilitate a book group on my own like I would with Artemis, but I would prefer with Jet Jameson to facilitate it with a social worker or with okay. you know, a school social worker or someone at the trauma center who feels comfortable working with kids and me in a discussion around this book. So mm. it's, it's a different, it's a different thing. And I'm not sure. That's uh, good though. It's not going to be easy. I don't think. And there are going to be people like with any book that are going to love it and people that are going to hate it and, you know, don't want any part of it, but I'm glad that you're on board and you see its importance because as you know, I, I really do. And um, so hoping. Yeah, I, I see where it's going to be difficult. And I think when people have a really strong um, negative reaction, there's a real reason for that. There's going to be something deep down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, art is about creating emotion and, and connection. Yeah. And sometimes it's a negative reaction. And the negative reaction sometimes can be, you know, 20 years later, a positive one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same with music and, and things like that. You know, it's the um, same thing with stories. And it's it's very difficult. I think you're also in a difficult time frame as women are losing their rights. And um, so I think when it's in such difficult time frames, it's also more important to have um, tools, um, you know, to hold on to something to reread. And it's probably going to be something where it could we'll go back to it again and again, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, I agree. And I, and, and I agree with you about the whole effective art on people, the different arts mm -hmm. that can influence you or can cause you to feel a certain way or that you latch on to or that you don't want to yeah. deal with, you know. Um, so and it, it, it's that way with books. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it all comes with timing. You know, it, it really does. And it depends on your journey, everyone's personal journeys of where mm -hmm. they're at, you know. Um, but I think for kids, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a road, but I think it's a worthy road. It's, it's worthwhile when you see a good fight, get in it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it was, yeah. um, I, I was uncertain about the marketing for this. And I, I happened to be able to talk to Jane Yolen, who showed up at my first book launch, surprisingly, she came with a friend and I was just floored, but she said, if you ever have any questions about anything, let me know. And so Jet Jameson got in the picture and I'm thinking, hmm. And I wrote, I emailed Jane and she said, can you Zoom tomorrow? And she was on a Zoom call. I don't know if you know who Jane is. She's a prolific children's book writer. Okay. Uh, she's written picture books, um, middle grade books. 
Her books have been, she's had a book burned on the steps of, I think the Ohio city hall, some. Oh my God. So, yeah. So um, anyway, she was on the, on a zoom with me for an hour and her quote to me was, you know what? You need to put on your shark hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she said, she said she had a friend who was a poet and was afraid to get out there with her poetry. And she said, I made her a shark hat. I made a baseball cap with a little shark on it. And I said, you got to be a shark. Get out there. Get out there. You can do yeah. this. And I have the shark quote in the back of my head all the time now. Thanks to thanks to Jane. I agree with that. And sharks are good. Isn't it yes. Shark Week soon or did it pass? I don't know. But- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I like sharks, you know. Yeah. I grew up in South Africa. There's great white sharks, you know. Oh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't yeah, don't mess with me, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I think she's really right. She's yeah. really right. And when it, one thing closes, just keep going. You know, right. go where the water is open, you know, where right. it flows. You know, instead of beating your head against the wall because there's no yeah, we got enough of those. But I think you're gonna find a lot of positive reception. Yeah, I've already gotten a lot of positive reception, even from people that I don't know, you know, people saying, I wish I had this book. I also was abused. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's opened me up into this whole new territory um, of people that have been through what I've been through Mm -hmm. and that are sharing their stories. And that's what this book, Jet Jameson, is all about. It's if when you share your story, you become a part of a group that bands together, your voice becomes stronger when it becomes, mm. when it's with others, when you're voicing. With others. And so, um, yeah, I just, I just think that both of my books are please, you know, please, you know, get out there, please try to find your, your people. You know? Yeah. And, and don't, don't, because if you, it waits till later, it's harder. Yeah, don't wait till you're 50 to do this. I said That's that literally to kids. You know, do it now, you guys. Not, not yeah, and that way you can you can you make better decisions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You really do because there's a lot of baggage that you don't understand. Right. And then later in life, you're like, oh, I see why I did that. Well, that's too bad. You yes. know. Yes. Because it just it does affect you in different ways of your life, and you don't realize it. You know. Mm-hmm. But if you take care of it earlier and understand that you can, you're empowered. It, it, definitely. And you don't you feel know? lonely. It's a lonely yeah. place when you carry a secret that heavy. It's lonely. You know, that's really yeah. true. I Yeah. I think if it's because sometimes abuse happens in um, like family. So like all the kids are in trouble or, you know, mm-hmm. but if it's, you know, a solo person going through something, that's very lonely and right. shaming and you right. feel like you feel dirty with it too. So yeah. it's, you know, and you don't want kids to feel that way. Right. You know, that's why a book like this needs a facilitator to help with the discussion. Mm. Because if you put a book with heavier topics in the hands of someone who's not prepared for it or who doesn't know what to do with it, you're back mm-hmm. in the same place of a child being with a heavy topic all alone. Yeah. So not, it's it's got to be discussed. It's, it's just my feeling. I, I hope it gets into a lot of libraries and places that are easy to access it, mm. you know, because there's so many. I'm hoping that certain. Oh, there's so much. Um, kids are 
born into huge societies. Let's put it that way. There we go. That's a term. I'm trying to be politically correct, and it's really difficult. I mean, I don't know what if we're allowed. I don't know what to say anymore. It's getting harder and harder to talk. But um, <clears throat> they're born into societies that allow abuse to happen, mm-hmm. and it's part of it. It's part of the culture. Mm-hmm. And um, I think because of the internet and having phones and things like that, that hopefully it's starting that awareness is seeping through that there's something outside those gates. Mm. You know, those big compounds. You know, I'm talking yeah. about. I'm sure yeah. people can read between my lines here, uh, but you know that they can escape, and I see it happening. Mm. You know, um, just different um, societies of cultural beliefs that um, those kids need to get out. You know, because it just keeps expanding, and um, it's very hard to get in to get to help them. And yeah. Um, sometimes if they can get a hand on a book and realize, whoa, there's something on the other side of these gates, I can mm-hmm. go, you mm-hmm. know, get escape somewhere, you mm-hmm. know, and to be able to have places to go to. I think that's the other thing is to understand, you know, you may have a really hard time escaping, but there's help on the other side yeah. and yeah. you just, you need to plan it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you yeah. can. The bottom line is getting help for sure. hmm Look, Tina Turner, she's a good like story, right? Look at her. <laughs> you know, that was an adult and she had to escape like as an adult and look how she turned her life around, you know? Yeah, it's possible. Uh, it's definitely possible. Yeah, for sure. Not for easy, sure. but it's possible. And worth it. And worth it. Absolutely. Because a lot of people will stick with the devil they know. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Yep. That is true. It's true. And, and you, yeah, so... Don't allow brainwashing to happen. How about that? So, Kim, give everybody your website again, Chloe, that everyone knows, because they can pre-order, right, on Amazon and all those places? Yeah. Um, Amazon, bookstores, uh, uh, what do you call it, bookshop.org. Uh, but my like website, them. yeah, if you go to my website, it, it you can. there are also all the buttons you can hit for different places to order. But the website is my name, KimberlyBarraConnay.com. And then, and then Instagram, Facebook. Yes, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for now. Anyway, are you threading yet? I am not. Uh, I'm not a big social media person, but I'm doing it because you know you have to. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, an author, but uh, I haven't gone there yet. I haven't gone there. (laughs) Well, listen, I wish you the best of luck, Nancy and I both with the book, and I'm sure it'll be a success. It'll be an interesting road. So stop by and we want to hear how it goes, you know, Um, looking forward to the next one, the next one in the Brave Girls collection. That's exciting. We love what you're doing. It's very cool. Thank you so much for having me again. Oh, you bet. You bet. We're waiting for the third book. Come on. I got to get to work. (laughs) I know. I think you've got a lot of work on your hands now. (laughs) I do. I do. It's a little overwhelming at times, but worth it. Well, thank you so much. Everyone keep up with us at bigblendradio.com too. Thank you.